Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney groom Simon Kirk about his Escape Collection wedding at the Wedding Pavilion with a cake and champagne reception at Citrico's, a catered event at the Attic, and a dessert party at UK Pubside Inside Epcot. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how Simon and Vicky planned their escape wedding at Walt Disney World all the way from the UK and how everything turned out. So welcome, Simon. Hi, Carrie. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. It's a real treat to get to speak to a groom for once. So I'm very excited to have you share your story. That's great. Thanks for having me. So I'd love to start at the beginning and find out how you and Vicky decided that you wanted to be married at Walt Disney World. Okay, well, we've been having our annual vacation at Walt Disney World for 10 years now. So it's quite a special place for us. It's like our home from home, really. So when I proposed to Vicky, it was at the Magic Kingdom in front of the castle. And so really, the wedding being at Disney World was pretty much um, an obvious choice, really. It's just such a special place for us. So um, yeah, so that's how we chose um, Disney World. That's fantastic. But I'd imagine coming from the UK that maybe for your friends and family, this was a surprise that that was where you were getting married? Not really, no. Um, everyone were, were expecting that we would get married at, at Walt Disney World, so it wasn't a surprise. Wow, well, that's fantastic. So how many guests did you invite and how many were able to attend? We invited 16 guests and in the end, seven came with us for the wedding. Okay, got it. So how did you guys decide on the wedding pavilion for your ceremony venue? We, we didn't really fancy an outdoor ceremony. Coming from the UK, we're not really great with the heat. So we were a bit concerned about the weather if it was an outdoor ceremony. So when we looked at, at the various options for an indoor ceremony, the wedding pavilion really, really stuck out simply because you've got the view of the castle in the background and it's at the Grand Floridian, which is one of our favourite resorts. So very early on, we um, liked the idea of the wedding pavilion. And then last year, when we was on vacation at Disney, we, we wandered down to the wedding pavilion after we'd, we'd had a meal at the Grand Floridian and we were just looking through the glass doors and there was a cast member inside and he invited us in for a look round and we had a look. And as soon as we walked in and, and you could see the castle through the window at the back, we, we knew that was where we wanted to, to have the ceremony. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, usually they have the cake and champagne reception for escape collection events at the wedding pavilion over in the Grand Floridian Convention Center, often in a windowless ballroom. Did you guys request Citrico specially? We did, yeah. I mean, originally it had been scheduled for one of the rooms in the convention center, which we didn't think too much of at first. And then we listened to more and more of your podcasts and um, we'd heard some things about the decor maybe not being so nice and the fact there's no windows. 
we then requested the, uh, I think it's called the Whitehall room with the outdoor patio. From what we'd heard on your podcast, someone had recommended that. So um, we asked for that, but unfortunately, it had already been booked out. So then we thought, okay, what are the other options? We'd heard about the Commander's Terrace, and we know the Commander's Terrace because we've stood there many times before. So we were thinking about asking for that, and then we heard that that was no longer available as, a, as, a, as an option. And then we heard on one of your podcasts, someone recommended um, Citrico's Rotunda. We thought, great, brilliant, we love Citrico's and Victoria and Albert. So um, we asked if that was available, and it was. So that's, that's how we chose um, Citrico's Rotunda. That's fantastic. Can you tell me a bit about your planning process being so far away from Florida? It was pretty straightforward. We were concerned initially because we obviously couldn't book the date that we wanted and everything like that until, was it 10 months or nine months in advance? And the fact that we wanted to get flights and everything booked was was a little bit of an issue because um, we didn't want to obviously book flights for us and our guests and then not get the date that we wanted or needed and, and, and so on. So that was a bit of a concern. But apart from that, the actual planning process was was really, really smooth. Our wedding planner, Lindsay, was, was fantastic. So whenever we emailed, she emailed back pretty much straight away, um, obviously bearing in mind the time difference. So in terms of the planning process, it couldn't have been much simpler, really. That's fantastic. Can you talk a bit about that process? Because I know you guys in the UK do tend to plan much farther in advance than Disney will allow you to book an escape or a memories collection. So what did you do about the flights? Well, flights become available 11 months beforehand. And we generally like to book them straight away because that's generally when we get the best price um, as soon as they go on sale. But obviously, we couldn't really do that because Due to our work, we had a specific two-week time slot, well, actually three weeks, where we were in, in Florida. So we couldn't alter the dates that we were actually there. So we sort of had to book the flights anyway and, and hope that we got one of the dates that we wanted. I think we had three dates to choose from. And obviously on each of those dates, there's, there's three or four different time slots. So we were pretty confident that we would get one of the time slots that we wanted. It was more of a case for our guests, um, our elderly parents who were only coming over for seven days it was more of a case of making it work for them because we didn't want them to come over and then the wedding to be you know the 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 first day they were there or the last day they were there so it was more of a case of them having to wait until we got the ceremony date confirmed and then they were able to book their flights so there was a little little bit of a worry there in terms of getting the flights and the the dates to all match up but it all worked out perfectly because we got everything we wanted. We got the date we wanted, we got the time we wanted, and obviously we got all the, the venues we wanted in the end. Oh, that's fantastic. So which options from the escape package did you choose, like for the cake, the boutonniere, bouquet? Well, the, the cake's an interesting one because Vicky is a, um, a strict vegan. I'm not quite a strict vegan, but I'm sort of 90% there. So we decided that it was just easier if the whole day was vegan. And so the food at the um, the meal and everything, the cake had to be fully vegan. So we didn't really get much choice in terms of cake. We, we had, I think, the choice of a white vanilla cake and a chocolate cake because obviously they had to be made dairy free. So the cake was just a plain white vanilla cake with some Mickey's sprinkled on there and it was the most amazing cake I've ever eaten fantastic cake that was great and um, then in terms of the bouquet that was just the standard tropical 
bouquet. I can't, I can't remember the exact name of it, but we didn't pay for any upgraded um, bouquet. And then we just had a couple of boots in the ears, one for myself and one for the father of the bride. And that was it. They were, they were the only options that we went for. Got it. And so you didn't swap out the photography or upgrade, add any floral or decor? We didn't add any floral or decor. We did With the photography, we went with the Disney um, fine arts photography and we just added two extra hours so that we could have a little bit more time with the photographer. Oh, that's great. And which style did you choose for the cake? I think they offer like five or six different designs now. We, we didn't get the choice of different designs for us because I think there was something to do with, with how they make the dairy-free cake. Um, oh. it, they couldn't offer all the different varieties. So we just got a standard two-tiered cake, which I think pretty much looks like the standard cake that you get on the Escape package. Oh, I believe, actually, it was based on Mickey's Delight. Does that sound like oh, that's yeah. one of the options? Yeah. Okay. At first, I thought that they made you just get like a plain buttercream cake or something, but that's great. So it still looked like a wedding cake, but it was vegan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It still looked like a wedding cake. And yeah, it, as I say, it was it was a fantastic cake. Yeah, really good. That's great. And then how did you work with them to create your vegan menu for your meal at the attic and the dessert party? Were they just pretty open to all your suggestions? Yeah, it was a bit of both, really. We sort of said to them, what do your chefs recommend? Have they done this before? You know, was there anything they did before that worked well? We were open to, to suggestions. So we really went off what they suggested first. And then we went back and said, no, we don't. We don't like the sound of that or we do like the sound of that. So it was very much sort of um, a collaboration, really. It was probably the trickiest part of the day to organize. There was quite a bit of to and fro in, in terms of, you know, what, we thought we would like and what the chefs could actually do and we're fussy English as well so um, we're a little <laughs> bit fussy, fussy about our food but in the end um, what the chefs did was was absolutely amazing and everyone I mean okay there was only nine of us but everyone was raving about the food and it was really really good. Oh that's so great to hear. Do you have any dishes you can recommend to other couples who might want a vegan meal? Yeah, I mean, my personal favourite, they did Impossible Burger sliders. So it's, um, they serve these Impossible Burgers at several locations on, on property. So we knew we knew how good they were. But they did these, um, they called them mini vegan burger sliders. So they were based on the, the, the Impossible Meat substitute and they had several different toppings on the side so you you could put on top of the on top of the burger slider whatever you wanted and um, they were really good at, I mean everyone loved them even the, the meat the meat eaters you know said said how good they were so um but they were my personal favorite and there was lots of you know different sides um potatoes and peppers and lentils and roasted vegetables and I think Vicky's favorite was the roasted pepper stuffed with uh, lentils and roasted vegetables. Yeah, that was her favorite. Oh, that's awesome. Can you give my listeners a basic timeline of how the day ran? Yeah, so we had um, ceremony time of 12 o'clock midday. So I was collected from our villa off property at 10.30. So the limo picked uh, myself up and our guests at 10.30. Vicky was staying at the um, yacht club. Her hair and makeup lady arrived at 8.30 and then she was picked up at 11.15 by the limo and taken to the um, wedding pavilion. And then, yeah, so the ceremony was 12 o'clock and then we had the cake cutting at Satrico's at 1 o'clock and then 
at two o'clock we were transported to the boardwalk so we had some photos and then the meal in the attic was at three o'clock so that lasted for two hours and then we had a couple of hours of downtime then so we walked over to to the yacht club and um, just had some drinks and freshened up in the in our room for a little while and then we had to go over to um, meet at Epcot at the World Gateway for the dessert party at 7.15 because we'd opted for an extra half an hour at the dessert party. So that started at 7.30 and then we obviously had the fireworks at 9 o'clock. Oh, that's fantastic. And so with the extending the time of the dessert party, did you have more heavy appetizers or just desserts? No, we stuck with um, just desserts because we knew because we had so much food at the attic and because of our because of having so few guests it was quite hard to meet the attic minimum for the food and beverages i, I believe it was a thousand dollars minimum so we had to add a lot of food and drink to, to meet to meet those minimums so we knew that everyone would be still pretty full after after the um, the meal at the attic so we just stuck with some desserts and um, some drinks got it okay do you have any dessert recommendations from your dessert party the cupcakes, which were obviously vegan, as everything was, were fantastic. There was, um, I think, three different varieties of cupcakes, and they were all really popular. But we really enjoyed the um, tofuti ice cream that they, I think it is, do they call it nitrogen infused, where they, they make it as you're watching them. And that was really good and really popular. And in fact, they ran out of that pretty quickly, so I had to go and find some more. Um, so that's how it went down really well. And there was also a cherry trifle that they made which was really good as well so everything i mean everything at the dessert party was was really popular and um i don't think we we left that much to be honest so um, we, we we did eat eat our fair share oh that's great to hear i'm always so sad when i hear people didn't get to eat very much <laughs> no we were we were full for a few days afterwards that's for sure <laughs> Okay, so when you were planning, what were the most important aspects of the wedding where you focused your attention or you focused your budget? The most important aspects for us was first up was actually having the ceremony at the wedding pavilion. That, that was really important. And I believe, if I remember rightly, that did cost a little bit more. So we had to budget for the ceremony being at the wedding pavilion. Also, we felt we had to have Disney characters for it to be a proper Disney wedding you know so we had Mickey and Minnie to come at the cake cutting but probably it was probably about a week before the final BEO was signed off we decided to add Donald to that as well so we so we ended up with three characters so that was important to us was was to have the Disney characters and thirdly it was as I've mentioned fully vegan so the food getting the food right was important to us because we didn't want any issues with maybe some food not being vegan and what have you. So we needed to know that everything was vegan so that, so that Vicky wasn't worried about what she could eat or what she couldn't eat. So they were, the, they were the three most important things to us. Got it. And then which aspects were less important where you saved your money or you saved your time? The one thing where we saved money was, was floral and decor. We felt that the wedding pavilion was so lovely as it is we didn't need to add anything extra and the same applied for the rotunda citricos and the attic again the attic is just so nice and quaint that it didn't really need anything added to it so we certainly didn't spend any money on um, decor or, or floral 
So out of all of this, what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? For me personally, it was the moment when the door opened and um, Vicky first appeared in her wedding dress. That was the first time I'd seen her here in her wedding dress because we didn't have a first look. So for me personally, that was probably the, the, the highlight of the day. And then I think both of us also would say that the other highlight was having our first dance with the characters. So it was something I was particularly nervous about because I'm not a dancer and we'd spoken about it. We'd had a little bit of rehearsal, but I was still really nervous about it. But then in the end, I didn't need to be because Mickey just grabbed hold of Vicky, started dancing with her. Minnie grabbed hold of me, started dancing with me. Donald stood there, pretended to play the violin. Um, so it would become really informal and, and, and fun. And then they joined us both up halfway through and they danced together, we danced together. So that was one of one of the, the big highlights of the day was having the first dance with the characters. And then for Vicky, there was one other moment as well that really sticks out. And we was in the boardwalk in and we'd just been taken from the attic towards reception and we were waiting at the elevators for our other guests to come down and meet us when a family were walking towards us down the corridor and the little girl, she must have only been about three or four years old, pointed at Vicky and said, look, mum, look, mum, it's a real, it's a real Disney princess and came running over and gave her a big hug. So that was a moment that really as well, you know, and that was sort of like top the day off, really. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> yeah, it was a good moment. That was. So then did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Apart from a couple of rain showers, I mean, to be fair, the rain, the first rain shower affected the photos we got outside at the boardwalk in. We was hoping to get a few more photos actually on the boardwalk, but because of the rain, we only managed to get one photo. So we had to do the rest of the photos in, inside the boardwalk in itself. But that wasn't too much of an issue. And also, we had a big rain shower just as we made it to our location for the dessert party. But fortunately, the UK pubside location, there's a little bit undercover. So we, we managed just to get undercover just as the rain started. So again, that didn't really affect us. But the one problem that, that did arise was the limousine actually broke down um, outside the Grand Floridian. So we, we'd all just got into the limo as we were about to, to go over to the boardwalk. And um, it wouldn't start. And um, so we sat there for about you know, maybe five minutes, five, six, seven minutes in the limo while the driver tried to try to get it to start, but it wouldn't start. So um, it's kind of a bit of an awkward moment. And then he asked us all to get out and go back inside. And then fortunately, Lindsay, our planner was was there. So she quickly made a few phone calls and got a replacement limo on the way to pick our guests up. But because we had some photos scheduled for for the boardwalk before our catered meal started at three o'clock. We needed to get there a little bit quicker than what the, the replacement limo could, could get there for. So she arranged for a mini cab to come and pick us, uh, myself and Vicky up and quickly take us to the boardwalk. So at least we got some photo time at the boardwalk. And all in all, it just ended up delaying the day for about 20 minutes or so. So we started the uh, meal probably about 20 minutes late, but they let us go on 20 minutes at the end. And in fact, we probably ended up with a bit more time because they, they, they let us um, stay behind at the attic a bit longer. So that was the only real thing that went wrong. But Disney being Disney, they sorted it out so quickly and professionally that it wasn't a problem at all. Oh, that's great. 
Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about, and then it turned out not to be? I mean, Vicky was slightly concerned about the fact that she hadn't had a trial with her hair and makeup lady beforehand. So that was a bit of a concern for her. But it needn't have been um, a concern because the lady, I think she was called Cindy, she was from a company called Butte Special. Apparently she was amazing and fantastic and, yeah, and, and Vicky looked amazing and, and, and beautiful. So obviously that wasn't anything that she needed to be worried about. And as I pr- stated earlier, I was a little bit concerned about um, the photos and being videoed as well because we had videography and, and I'm quite shy. So I was a little bit concerned about, you know, posing for photos and having the videographer there. But I didn't need to be worried at all because Pedro from Disney photography was absolutely amazing. And he, he really put me at ease straight away. And um, so, yeah, I felt really comfortable with him. And same with um, Stan from STVS videography. You, you didn't really know he was there. You know, even our guests said at the end they didn't realise it was being filmed. So um, he did a great job because he just blended into the background and you didn't notice the cameras. So there was no need really for me to be worried about that. I mean, and the thing is, is we were worried about those things and you do worry about, you know, a few little things. But Disney being Disney, if anything goes wrong, they just get it fixed straight away. So, yeah, we'd say there was nothing really to be worried about in the end. That's so great to hear. Is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? All we would probably say would be to we wish we'd have enjoyed the planning process a little bit more because now that it's all over with, we kind of, we miss the planning and we realise actually how much fun planning a Disney wedding is. So, yeah, that's that's the, the thing now we'd probably say would be, you know, we wish we'd have sort of appreciated the planning a little bit more and, and you know, not get stressed by it and, and just enjoy the process because we do miss it a little bit now. Sounds strange, but we do. Ah, oh, well, that's great advice. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? First up, I would definitely recommend um, having videography because I was really against it. Um, and again, we, we didn't add it till the last minute. It was probably only a week or two before the final BEO was signed off that we added the videography i was really against it but now I, I couldn't be happier that we had we had it videoed because the day goes by so quick and you miss things and you forget about things but now now to have that video to watch back you know it's, it's it really is priceless and um also i would i would suggest for any uk couples doing the marriage license mail away service because that saved half a day going to to the county court and getting the marriage license. So we opted for the mail away service, which we found out on by reading your guide, and um, that that was really helpful because we didn't want to waste any time while we, we, we were in Florida. That's great advice. And for anyone who's interested in hearing an episode all about the mail away marriage license, I have one called How to Get Your Marriage License, in which I interview someone from Brevard County, Florida, which is the county that will help you get a marriage license at no extra cost by mail. Well, Simon, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's interested in planning an escape collection event at Walt Disney World, especially from the UK. And I appreciate your taking your time. No, it's my pleasure, Carrie. And um, thank you um, for all the help with, with all the podcasts and the book. It really was um, um, so, so helpful to, to have all that advice. Oh, I'm so glad. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. 
In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.